an entitled man-child freaks out on me in the hotel lobby that I work in after the car valet isn't ready for him right when he demands it. And after some screaming and crying, as well as refusing to leave our hotel, I cancel his reservation and have the cops show up just to escort him off the property. Here's what happened. So I work the night audit shift. That's from 11 p.m. all the way up until 7 a.m. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite instances that I ran into because the amount of karma that gets thrown down back of the person bothering me is absolutely beautiful to behold. So let's get started. So most of my problems usually happen right at the beginning of my shift. It's when the late check-ins start finishing up, but only with the drunk and the rowdy and the occasional late flight. This man was of the drunk and rowdy nature. He was middle-aged, looked like the typical Marvel fan from the shorts, the shirt, the beard, and the glasses. He reeked of neck beard. We all know the type. Now, I'm a nerd too, but I'm the kind that takes showers and has friends and boundaries. I don't work alone, but was alone at the front desk at the time, and he comes up just to complain to me. He is checking in and stating that Valet wasn't there, and he has been waiting for 20 minutes. I call Valet and find out he has only been waiting actually for 5 minutes, and assure him that they are finishing up with a couple of guests and will be parking his car momentarily. But he would not let it go. He starts going on a rant about my terrible customer service, how there has got to be something I should do for him to make up for this, how completely unacceptable he had to wait at a luxury hotel for the valet, and he thought that this was the whole point of us being luxury. Now clearly, he hasn't been to a hotel in general, never mind a nice one. I told him I talked to the valet, and it's normal for people to have to wait for others who were there first. So with that in mind, there was nothing I could do about it. It wasn't even an amount of time that I could fake being sympathetic for. He was clearly just being a jerk. He then keeps demanding an explanation from me as to why he was waiting, now trying to tell me I am lying to him and they were clearly sleeping or on a break or something like that. He then tells me to just cancel his reservation. So I say to him, okay, no problem. The valet was ready for you, but if this isn't what you wanted, I will go ahead and just cancel it for you. So I do just that and I hand him his printed cancellation, but still he won't leave. Now he's standing at the front desk just staring me down and repeatedly asking me why he had to wait for valet while also demanding that I admit that they were just sleeping on the job. And it was about at this moment that I realized that this guy isn't seeing what's going on. And despite my attempts to communicate to this guy, he simply wasn't having it and decided to escalate things in a direction I honestly never expected. Eventually, I tell him that he no longer has a reservation with us and I will be calling security to escort him out as he is no longer a guest at our hotel. And when he responds by saying, whatever, that's fine, I go ahead and call security and even then, he still won't leave. Once security arrives, he starts yelling at them as well, stating that he won't leave unless we call the cops on him. Yes, you heard that right. This entitled man-child literally asked us to call the cops on him. He then looked at me and said to me, you know you're not going to win this one, right? Even though I was not trying to compete with winning anything here. So eventually the cops get here. They come up just to ask what was going on. And I honestly felt really bad for the cops because I knew this guy was just being an absolute jerk. I tell him he literally told us to call the cops on him to make him leave. So the cops go deal with him and they tell him that not only are we not reinstating his reservation, which I guess he was trying to get them to do, but he had to call an Uber home and had to abandon his car at the hotel because he was way too under the influence to drive. The cops then literally made him call the Uber in front of them, get into it, and watch him leave. So this dude clearly had some sort of power struggle thing going on or some rough stuff going on at home. I don't know, and frankly, I don't care. He thought that he could just pick on some random hotel worker and instead got the biggest walk of shame I have ever seen anyone get, 
especially when he had to pay for an Uber as well as a cancellation fee and God knows what else just to get his car back. And all this just to be some kind of smug jerk. Wow, that guy seriously had a few screws loose. He tried the classic play of trying to cancel his reservation as some kind of collateral for him getting what he wanted. And this is all because he had to wait, what, five minutes just to get the car valet going? People who act this way really do make me sick. Because if he was just patient for just a few minutes, the valet literally could have taken his stuff away. But instead, he decided to act like a giant man-child. And with all things considered, karma came back to bite him hard. And it seems like he got exactly what was coming to him. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for wanting to get my ex-fiance fired from her work after she tried to cheat on me multiple times? So I met my ex-girlfriend by the name of Mary, that's not her real name, in middle school a little over seven years ago. And I was immediately in love with her when I saw her. And after knowing her for a year, we start to date and become a couple. We were both 17 at the time and were together for a little over six years. She was my rock with everything that happened in my life. When my mom passed away, she was the one I went to to cry my heart out and she would cheer me up. And when I was sad, she made me smile and I did everything for her when she had it rough and needed someone. We weren't perfect, but no couple is. I could act a bit childish sometimes and when she wanted me to do something that had to do with our future, I would try to do it, but I sometimes started way too late with it or couldn't immediately do it because of how busy my life could be. And she was no saint either. When we had a fight, the thing she always did was just ignore me instead of talking things through. And then I would have to be the one to apologize every time, even when it was her fault or she would apologize and act like nothing happened. She also always said, we both had to save some money for later. But when we saw something that we both liked, but was obviously meant for me, she would buy it even when I kept repeating that she didn't have to. Now, let's go back a month or two before posting this story. I am in university and she is working full time and I wanted to propose to her, but for some reason, I had a gut feeling that something was wrong with us for the last couple of months, but I had buried it all that time. One evening, I was reinstalling a messaging app on my laptop because I thought it would be easier to use it on that, but I saw Mary was still logged in from before I deleted it the first time, but right before I wanted to log out of her account, I saw that she had messaged a co-worker of hers, and me being a curious idiot, thought it would be a good idea to start reading it. But when I did, my heart stopped for a little bit. My girlfriend and this person were trying to make arrangements to spend some quality time with each other before and after work. After I read that, I was so sad. I just immediately started to cry, and I thought to myself, why would she do something like that? I then began to read as much as possible in the chat, and discovered they thankfully hadn't done anything yet, but that she wasn't sure anymore if she wanted to stay with me because it felt like something was wrong with us. She had the same gut feeling that I had suppressed. This guy, we'll call him Josh, which is also not his real name, said to her, well, if you're not sure, then why did you stay with him? Mary responded by saying that she did still love me and I made her happy, but it felt like I didn't think enough about our future together, which I did, but she didn't know it. They started to talk about her problems at home, but also the times that she was alone at her house so that if he wanted to come over, she would be alone. After reading that, I was so sad. But at the same time, I still loved her so much. So that weekend, I proposed to her. And she said yes. And we were so happy. We finally were becoming a family. At least that's what I thought. Right after the weekend, she told everyone that we were engaged, including everyone at work. And they were really happy for her. But I was no idiot. I had not deleted her account from my laptop yet. So I could see if they still talked about that. And what do you know? 
not even two days after the weekend, they were talking again about doing it. And she even looked a bit more eager than before. The weekend after the engagement, she suddenly wanted to talk, but I had to bring all her stuff I had with me, so I knew what was up. But honestly, I got angry. The weekend came and I took all her stuff with me to talk, and she said she wanted to break things off because she thought I didn't take our future serious enough. But then I got angry and said some very hurtful stuff to her, and she got sad when I said the hurtful things. As I calmed down and talked to her, I said that I did care about our future, and that I have been doing and planning things behind her back just to try and surprise her with. And even though she was surprised by me taking the initiative, I also told her I knew about the messages. Now, Mary didn't like that and accused me of not trusting her, but I said to her, can you blame me after what I read? You were trying to cheat on me. How do you think I should have reacted? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After a bit of talking, we decided to give it another try. But I had to quit reading the messages, and she had to stop sending those kind of messages over to Josh. They were still co-workers after all, so I couldn't actually forbid her from talking with Josh. I guess I should have been firmer with her, because again, after the weekend, three days later, they started to message each other again, and going as far as suggesting that they could spend some quality time together at work after their hours. But at this point, I didn't have any sadness left, only anger. And at the end of the week, 
a friend of mine drove me to her house to confront her again, but she got angry again for reading the messages. We went back and forth again, and she ignored half the things I said as usual, but we gave it another shot and I stayed the night. But you know what? I began to see a pattern again, because yet again, after the weekend, she started to text him again, even saying that she wore something special for it if they wanted to do anything. Eventually, she got smart and changed her password, which I advised her to do if she didn't want me to read anything anymore. But honestly, I screenshotted every message they had with each other, including the one where they were talking about spending quality time at work, which if I were to send that to her work, they would both be immediately fired. She even deleted the old messages, but it was way too late for that anyways. The weekend came around and I was angry with her again, which she noticed right away and wanted to know what was going on. So I told her exactly what was happening. But this time, I made it clear that I was angry. For the first time in our relationship, she was afraid of me because of the tone of my voice and my face. Mary started to cry and said she didn't want to lose me and begged me to give her yet another chance. I almost didn't give in, but then I started to think of everything we had done as well as everything we had been through together and I gave her one last chance. After that, she got a message from Josh again and I asked her if I could answer this time and she said yes. The only thing I said is that I want him to leave her alone, which he answered okay and then blocked her on the app. Now, fast forward to three days ago, Mary suddenly began getting a lot of messages again, but I thought it was one of her friends, so I just let it go. The next day, I came over for a bit before she went to work, and I took her phone to see if she had any new games on it. She always knew how to pick good games to play on her phones, but I accidentally opened up the wrong app. My fingers are pretty big, so this happens very often, even on my own phone, but I wanted to close it immediately because I also wanted her to trust me again. But the weird thing was, she had never messaged one of her friends the other day, which instantly felt like a red flag. Now, on this phone, when you want to close the app, you can also see the icons of the last few that you've used. And I saw she recently used another messaging app, which I opened and saw that it was between Mary and Josh. Yes, they were messaging each other once again. He was talking about if she was sure that she didn't want to try and make arrangements again, just like they were trying to do last time. And she replied by saying, we'll see, we still have a whole week. And after reading that, I got mad again and I confronted her about it, but she got angry and said that she didn't want to do anything with him. And in fact, I was the one in the wrong and that she's just playing with Josh. After that, she went to work and called me that we're over, even when I said I want to talk to her to make things work again. But she kept refusing. So I guess we're now over after six years, but we are trying to maybe be friends again because we've known each other our entire lives. But I am getting angry again because she just lied to me again and again. So here comes the part where I might be the jerk because she hasn't told her mom yet, but they also are having a rough time with each other right now. I still have the pictures of all their messages and I want to send them to Mary's mom to let her know why we broke up. But I also want to send the messages of her and Josh wanting to spend some quality time together at work over to their bosses just to try and get them fired. Should I do it? Because at this point, I have nothing to lose anymore. What should I do? Honestly, I don't even know what to say to this story because I really think the original poster in this story is a complete fool. You not only allowed your girlfriend to try and cheat on you several times, but you also didn't have the common self-respect for yourself to say, hey, guess what? We're breaking up. Like, that should have been a big red flag from the beginning, regardless of how long you've been together. She was planning on cheating on you. Like, literally had plans in the works with a co-worker to go behind your back and cheat on you with another man. That is messed up, and it blows my mind that your answer to that would be to then propose to her. Like, seriously, what were you thinking? Proposing to my girlfriend after finding out that she's trying 
trying to cheat on me is literally the last thing on my mind. I would be breaking up with her so fast it's not even funny. Like legitimately, I think some of the blame here of all the anguish that you've gone through because of this absolutely is on your shoulders at this point. I can understand giving her one chance, but like you've given her like what, four chances already? And she's still going behind your back to try and get with this Josh guy? I mean at that point, this is just self-inflicted problems. While I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with those messages, I think your best course of action though is to start the process of moving on. Mary was not a good girlfriend, and while I think there was some kind of earnest attempt to try and get this to work in some way, I truly think it's in your best interest to move on and figure out what you want to do with your life. Because Mary very clearly does not want to be a part of it. And at this point, I don't think any kind of conversation is ever going to get Mary to come back into your life and stay in your life. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.